Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. One of us is the arm wrestling champ of the seventh grade at Mount Ogden Middle School. The other is Tom Hackett. Yeah, not not a great arm wrestler myself. Really? Yeah. Well, you're more known for your leg. You know, I got a chance this weekend to golf with a guy who recruited you. I I do know this. The head coach at Weber State. Yeah. Good Wildcats. Good guy. Coach Hill. Yeah, and uh, he was telling me, so here's the deal. So I'm golfing. Okay. And... um, we're on like the third hole, and everyone's like, good putt, coach, good putt, coach. You know, and so, you know me, I'm finally like, hey, everybody keeps calling you coach. <laughs> who, who are you? And he goes, I'm the coach of the Wildcat Weebercats. The know? Wildcat Weebercats. Well, the Wild, <laughs> Weber State Wildcats. Yes. And uh, so then we started talking, and he's like, hey, what, so what do you do? And I go do a podcast, and I do it with Tom Hackett, and he goes, Hackett? And I go, yes. And he goes, you know, I actually recruited Tom Hackett. Is that true? It is. So I, he flew down to Australia. He was the assistant coach for the University of Utah. He was an, an assistant coach, yes. He yeah, a, but like for like 14 years, a long time. Long time. And uh, he said he, he was responsible for you being to the States. He claims uh, a lot of things, and that's being where he claims my, my marriage, he claims. <laughs> uh, he, cla- he hooked you up he essentially with claims, the Lord and Savior Kate? Well, he, he claims my existence here in Utah is what he claims, Well, which is fair. I, I kind of get it. Yeah. Kind of. Great guy. He's a good dude. He he really is. And uh, they're doing well. He's doing well up at Weber. And then I had another interesting thing happen to me this weekend. So I'm DJing a COVID wedding, COVID 2020. Can you please explain like how that happens? Well, because here's the deal is that the, the world has been on hold for a year. And you can't put love on hold, bro. You know what I mean? So people had postponed their weddings and they've, they're waiting for it to come back around. Yeah, but right now, okay, we're not in any better spot. Then we were, in fact, we're probably in a worse spot pandemic wise than we were six months Have ago. Have you ever seen a wedding group socially distanced do the YMCA? How? I have. How? And they had masks and everyone was six feet away. Everybody was doing the Y, everybody was doing the M, doing the C and the A. And so I'm sitting there and I'm DJing. Everybody's got their masks on. Normally, when you leave a wedding, you give them some sort of parting gift. You know what they were giving everybody? A mask. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> it said, spread love, not disease. Which I thought was pretty cute. Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, look, if I'm getting married, I'm waiting. I'm not doing a wedding right now. 
But what if... Because the- I'm trying to pop bottles, Case. Oh, you're trying to pop bottles? I'm trying to pop bottles, and I'm trying to, you know, I, I'm trying to give you a little champagne, a little me a little pleasure. I'm in recovery. I don't want your champagne. You don't have to take it, but if you were somebody else, and you would, and it's like, you know, all of us can... But I'm just saying, I think people have postponed their weddings, and, and so they're trying to do the best they can. And they were COVID responsible, and everything was cool. So I'm sitting there at the DJ table, spinning on the one and two, you know what I mean? Mixing the mad sounds wicca, back wicca. and forth. And this young guy comes up. He had a glorious mustache. He's I'm, like, uh, hey, can I play a song? I, well, I thought that's what it was going to be. It's like, hey, can we play a little uh, K-pop, you know what I mean? A little BTS, a little dynamite. <laughs> I thought that's what he was going to ask, but he didn't ask that. So he came up, and he goes, hey, how are you? And I go, good. He goes, I just want to tell you, I'm a big fan of Tom. <laughs> I said, that's cool, bro. <laughs> that's way cool. Stop. I swear. He goes, I'm a, because he's in the sports world, and he oh. works for 1320 uh, K-Fan for a while. Or, oh. And then he actually did some sideline reporting up at the University of Utah, but he's, he's not doing it in the sports right now. Oh, he's out of the sport. Yeah, and he's trying to think if he wants to get back in. Glorious mustache, hot wife. You know, he, the, the kid had it going on, Okay. And so we talked. What's his name? I forget. I can't. Anyway, I guess it's irrelevant. But he worked the sideline when you were there, you know, huh. when you played football. And so we were talking a little bit, and he goes, I also got to tell you something. And he goes, My mom loves you. <laughs> we, we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. He goes, My mom loves you. She used to wake up to you and watch you to TV every day. I said, Let's call her. <laughs> he goes, What? I go, Let's call your mom. <laughs> so he gets on the phone, and I swear this is verbatim the conversation. He calls up, hey, is mom there? Yeah. Okay. Would you get her on the phone? Yeah. But make sure the TV's on mute. <laughs> so they mute it. And I talked to her, and she was a nice lady, and I forget her name. And we talked for about five minutes, and it was pretty cool. But I was like, man, that's just where my life is right now. People no, come up, and they, they love my co-host, and their mom loves me. <laughs> no, see, that's, you've always had that, though. Yeah. We were talking about this because you golfed with people up at uh, the biggity, 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 o Yeah, O-Town. O-Town for the win. And... Uh, and they're a great bunch of people, right? Right. Really chatty, happy, friendly, probably have a lot of money because they're playing at a country club. So They're good people. But, you know, they might have a, uh, a little uh, barbed wire tattoo. A and, couple. Yeah. <laughs> a, a missing tooth. But let's preface this with you've got an eye on the back of your thigh. <laughs> okay, so for someone to be calling out tattoos, I'm not uh, sure it should be you. And I don't know if, like, the right word to use for, for this conversation would be like my fans because they're not necessarily my fans so to speak but uh-huh. like the people that fo- I guess my, my the people that kind of follow along yeah. my little road that I'm uh very different to the people that follow your road yeah and I think that's funny it's great it's, it's funny yeah it but makes me laugh. that's what makes this podcast work is that we're speaking to everybody it is dadtastic and we kind of do a dad focus on this but really what we want you to do is just tune in and have some fun so that was a little highlight of what went on in my weekend that's funny and it, and it was but it was a lot of fun and you know 2020 uh just keeps coming with the hits I saw this funny Facebook meme you know what memes are right yeah, yeah. Like, can we not go hassle this funny Facebook meme and then ask me what a meme is? Yeah, well, I just don't know, you know. I don't know about you guys from Australia. And it said, 18 Kardashians and God takes Van Halen. <laughs> Rest in peace, man. Right? I mean, that guy was a legend. Eddie. Oh. 
I, you know what? I, I did Too a bad. deep. I did a deep dive with my kids. About you know? on him? Yeah, we said, "Hey, listen to this. Listen to Little Eruption. We did Van Halen. We did Van Hagar. Well, you know, I just you went down that road. Yeah, and then I'm going to bring this back full circle in our next segment because the lovely Leslie and I had a conversation this morning, and it's gonna it's gonna fit in real nicely. But how was your weekend? It was good. It was really good. We went up. Uh, we went back up to to kind of Idaho, Wyoming. Mm. Man, that's a different world up there. Can we yeah. just start, can we just start there? Yeah, uh, we started different. there last week, but we can start again. Yeah, no, I went back up there, but this time we drove back. Uh, so, so long story short, last weekend we were up there for not that long, mm-hmm. um, and we decided to go back up there this weekend, and it was worth it. And my my sister in law, her whole family was up there, and we were like, let's just go back up; it'll be fun. Sure. So we did, and uh, it was really it was a good time. But we were driving back through. We were kind of. Crisscrossing the Idaho Wyoming border on our way back. Have you, yeah, man, that, 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 there are some views, beautiful scenery. But some of the towns you drive through, uh-huh. it's like Schmoot, population one ninety five. You're like, whoa, man, this is kind of wild. Yeah, are you thinking like Deliverance style type? Of... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And these towns like the the, the bar that you know the cowboy bar. Yeah, I can't do it, man. I can't say it like I want to, but yeah, it's real country. Oh yeah, and everybody's got their boots on. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. They had like you know like in Jackson Hole the big like scenic um, elk arch, the elk arch, the horn arch. Yeah, yeah. There was like you know elk uh, banners through these towns. I mean, it was it was majestic. Well, we're currently in the hunting season right now. You know, there's elk and deer, and you know. <clears throat> The deer, bit- hunt, the deer hunt just ended, I heard. Uh, I think the deer hunt's just beginning. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I heard it just ended. Well, well, I would say it's just beginning. I mean, uh, the elk and some of the other uh, stuff just ended. But My brother-in-law's de- going up, and, and, and he's hunting elk next this upcoming weekend. Well, he, he asked if I want to come. You should go. No. Why not? Couldn't pay me. Why? Because this is my problem with hunting. Okay, I get. Wait, before you go there, just remember where my son got baptized? He wanted the experience. Maybe you need to go. Just for the experience. You may be right, but my problem with hunting is, um, well, there are a number of things. One, it's it's not easy. Like, it's hard. It's strenuous. You hike all day long. You're a collegiate athlete. And then you sit there and you kind of shoot something. And when you shoot something, which, by the way, would bring me to tears, uh, you go and have to, like, pack it out of there. Well, you have to clean it first. You got to cut it. Yeah, from, and that you know, takes a lot of time. Yeah, and then like you know, if you shoot something that's down the bottom of a ravine and you've mm-hmm. got to hike it back up, I mean, like no way, that doesn't sound fun. I'm sorry, that does. Well, a lot you of go hunt, you go hunt, and I, then just give me some of the meat. I don't hunt. Oh. Yeah, my older brother hunts. The one who believes in Sasquatches. Yeah, Yancey, yeah. he's a hunter. Ryan, not so much of a hunter. Uh, me, not so much. But, you know, sometimes when they shoot those elk or deer in the bottom of the ravine, there's a couple ways to get it out. Either you got a side-by-side, which a lot of the people are doing nowadays, and you can winch it down and pull it up. Or you do a thing that's called quartering. Do you know about quartering? i got no idea. Well, you take a elk and you quarter it. You break it down in fours, and you have to cut it. And then you just put one leg over your back, and you hike it up the hill. And then guess what you do? You go down and get the other three parts. Mm. But they See, say an elk burger is an amazing burger. Yeah, like I, I believe them. I, you know, like I, I'm sure it's great. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just the process of going through it all. Yeah, it's called the hunt. 
Yeah, and it's also why we have supermarkets and grocery stores. Well, no, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you, yeah. but I mean, for those people who really dig that... And I get it. Look, if you want to go through all the effort, then be my guest. It's just not for me. That's all I'm saying. Not for me. I can see right now somebody sitting at home, sitting in their camo gear, you know what I mean? Got their camo hat on, their camo hoodie, their camo shorts, their camo boots, knife and a belt right next to them, listening to you talk about hunting. And then through their head, they're thinking, I can't think of anything worse than going out on a lawn... Swinging a stick in a little white ball and then going to look for that little white ball, spending 10 minutes to find it, only to hit it again and then go start that whole process over again. And I I completely understand. And what I was going to get to was going to say, I think in life, you can only you can only pick and choose so many hobbies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and sometimes the hobby picks you, bro. Well, hunting ain't picking me, and I ain't picking it. That's all I'm saying. You know, I think this is where I would say, and this is what I learned in the recovery world, where you go to each his own. And I'm not. I'm not against hunters. I, I'm all for it. To be fair, like go, go do your thing. If mm-hmm. it makes you happy, if it's what gets you out of bed in the morning, then fair dink and go do it. Yes. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm into it. Okay, no, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just go hunt, and I'll go golf, and we'll meet somewhere in the middle. We'll have a drink, and we'll have a coffee. Yeah. Speaking of that, what is this? It's called flat white. Now, what is a flat white? Well, two shots of espresso coffee with uh, with, with some milk that's been uh, spun. Yeah. Injected with air. I love that. Yeah. So here's the deal. I'm probably the only guy that went to uh, a rehab and didn't walk away with a coffee addiction. Oh, people go to rehab and come away with coffee addiction. Oh, yeah, it's big of it. Like, if you go to the AA rooms or whatever, most uh, recovering addicts, they, they they smoke cigarettes and they drink a lot of coffee. Like, you can talk about, yeah. And Do people go to recovery rooms for cigarettes? No, it just becomes, I don't know why it is, but it just seems like if you give up drugs and alcohol, you pick up smoking and coffee. Which, like, okay. I mean, if I, Is that better for you? Well, the whole I mean, smoking thing. Well, I mean, it's probably better than the drugs and alcohol. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. Eh. Eh. It depends on the drugs, I guess. But yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that. But that's what it is. So okay. I'm gonna give this a shot. Yeah. You haven't had a sip yet. Uh-uh. Oh, it's getting cold. Go. See the thing about coffee. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of got like a chalky taste, like a. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I, I guess, mean, it's an acquired kind of. taste, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you were telling me something off air about the latte what? The latte effect. Ooh, I want to hear this. You haven't heard of the latte. Josh, have you? Josh has a mic. Do you have a microphone, Josh? Oh, we haven't heard from our yeah, son for a while. Yeah, we haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, yeah. So you don't know about the latte effect either? I've never heard of this in my It sounds like life. a movie on Netflix. No, the latte effect is... Are you Googling it? You just don't know it? No, I do know it. I, I want to know the, the exact numbers, however. Mm-hmm. Uh but I'm not. I can't quite find it. I guess there's a book, and this is kind of where it became so famous. It's called the Latte Factor. But long story short, uh, a lot of Americans, especially if you go to the East Coast, it's that Dunkin' Donuts. Oh yeah, they go there every morning. Time to make the donuts. Yeah, and a lot of people out in the West Coast, more of a Starbucks uh, crowd. Sure. But there are people out there that, that that drive through those places every morning. Yeah. That's how they get their coffee. Yeah. Uh, the latte effect is essentially saying if you spend like three dollars on a coffee every morning, mm-hmm. uh, you times that by three hundred and sixty-five. Yeah, I think we're going to be close to a thousand. It's a lot of money, and so what? Uh, a they, little over a thousand. What they tell you to do is to buy a coffee machine yourself. 
Hold on, let me do the math. So three dollars is cheap for a coffee too. Three times three sixty-five. That's yeah. like the cost of a tea. If you go out, I would say it's like four, anywhere between four. I mean, four and five bucks. I bought a coffee this weekend that was nine dollars. What? Whoa. Well, I mean, it wasn't even a coffee. It was a dirty chai. So Whoa. a chai tea. Uh-huh. You should technically just stop a chai right latte <laughs> with double shot <laughs> espresso, pumpkin foam. Oh. Nine dollars. Nine big ones. I see. Yeah, I'm so demo. metro. Four bucks times what is metro times three sixty five? It's fifteen hundred bucks a year. So you know what I did? Yeah, I bought an espresso machine myself. But we're drinking store bought ones right now. <laughs> but you yes, still get are. coffee. From- like, but I may pick up a coffee now, like once every two weeks on average. Uh-huh. One. Uh huh. We make them at home, especially now that we're in the pandemic. We're not coming sure. in to work. It's How easy. much was your latte machine? Six hundred bucks. Woo! I know, but you spend fifteen hundred dollars on coffee if you weren't ha- if you didn't have that a year. Yeah, I get it. Oh, so you save money. So I save money by investing in something, and then now I can go buy and and, and get my coffee, uh, my 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 bean, my beans, you know. Yeah. And that'll cost me like sixteen dollars for a bag, and that bag will last my wife and I. Two to three weeks. Before we go to break, can I ask you a serious question? Um, I get, I guess. Are you the illegitimate kid of Ronald McDonald? Right. Uh, do you know where the scariest place in Utah is? Do you, do you know where the scariest place in Utah? Hey, idiot! Do you know where the scariest place in Utah is? Where? I'm going to tell you when we come back. Uh, you're listening to Dad. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic. Tom, where is the scariest place in Utah? Moon Lake. Oh, tell me that doesn't look like your dad. <laughs> that ain't Hacker. <laughs> that isn't Hacker. You got the same color scheme. You got the same hair. I need a haircut, man. <laughs> I was supposed to uh, have a Floby in here, but they went to Moab this weekend, so I couldn't get it. Yeah, I'm done with it. I'm, cut- I'm telling you what. I'm cutting the hair. Let's mean you go to your uh, stylist or beautician or whatever you call her, and let's go get her hair done. Hairdresser. And, yeah, and then let's do, a, let's, yeah. Do, let's do a shop day. You know what I mean? We'll get our nails done. Oh, my. Speaking of which, I, go, I had a pedicure the other day. Pedicures are amazing. Have you? When was the last time? Um, it's been a while. Yeah, but I mean, when I was on TV... I had them done at least four or five times a year because every time you'd go somewhere, they'd have a pedicure, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, I'm in. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, these pedicures are the, the way to go. How come when somebody else rubs your feet, feels amazing, but when you try to rub your own feet, it doesn't do anything? Well, probably because you start cramping in the hip. It's no, un- I mean, I'm, it's uncomfortable. I can't get my foot I'm just high. telling you, it's different when someone else is doing it. No, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah. But part of the problem is, you know, not many people can get their foot high enough to rub it themselves. Oh, I can yeah? Yeah. Nice. Uh, but did they throw your cuticles back and then paint your nails and do all the no, good stuff? No, I didn't get the mani. Didn't get the mani. Uh, oh, you're talking about the petty. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I just opted for no color on the nails. You don't do like the big thumb or the toe, the big toe? Sometimes they just do that one color. No, I'm, I I was good. I'm okay with no no colors. Okay, I get it. But to each their own, I'm more than happy if you want to get your color your nails colored, whatever. It doesn't I'd color. love to see your rule book someday because it makes no sense. What? Like, what's the problem? Well, I mean, you 
No, okay, let's just oh, keep going. because I, I like to dress in color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, get, I can understand the confusion. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Okay, so you got a pedicure. It was amazing. And is that where you saw the scariest place in Utah? No, no, no. I was just, I was actually just, uh, although, no, yeah, no, I won't go there. Um, no, I, I came across this on, on the socials. Ooh. Yeah, I think it was Twitter. And it came up with the scariest place for every state because it's October, right? We're, oh, yeah. We're talking about Halloween. We're celebrating the macabre, the yeah, spooky. Yeah, the spooky season. And it's, it's called Moon Lake. And look, I, I, I'm, I'm not it, from here. Is that in the Uintas? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You have been? No, but I don't think it's spooky. I think people go there and hike and hunt and fish and do all that stuff. Okay, well, hold your horses. Let me read to you. Kind of, This is Thrillist.com. Ooh. I have no idea if they're reputable or Probably credible. Legit. Or, I mean, if there's a .com behind it, you know it's legit. If you go to a place like Utah's Mountain Meadows Massacre site, Ooh. you heard about that? Uh. Yeah. All of a sudden, that changed the way you think about Moon Lake, doesn't it? You shouldn't be too surprised when you hear the voices of 100-plus people slain by a militia in the 1850s. Huh. Hmm, Moon Lake, not so friendly after all, is it, Case? I, well, nobody wants to go to Militia Lake. Well, it's, it's Moon Lake. I know, that's why. It's right in the name. <laughs> they say, they say, it's right in the name. I know, they named it Moon Lake because nobody will go to Militia Lake. Yeah, well, maybe they would, but anyway, you're confusing me. Um <clears throat> But imagine you found a Great Lakeside campsite in one of the Uinta Mountains, a serene patch of mountain bliss in a state loaded with natural beauty. Suddenly, you're confronted by the young, dripping, shivering girl with bluish skin looking for help. Then, as you panic, she suddenly disappears. In broad daylight, the Blue Lake ghost appears at all hours to campers, hikers, and fishers. Uh, some people simply hear her wailing in the woods. Others report her running through campsite at nighttime. And many claim to have seen her hand, probably not twice, though. This isn't a site that's big with repeat visitors. Really? Uh, look, don't shoot the messenger, man. I'm not. I just thought I came across this, and I thought it's spooky season right now, and a lot of our listeners, beloved listeners, yeah. are from the great state of Utah, and maybe that would be... Eight some- people in Australia? Yeah, just uh, the Hackett clan. Look, it takes a while to get to the Pacific, get across I know. the Pacific. I got you. Yeah. So let me ask you this. This brings up a good point, and it'd be in October. It would be a perfect time to talk about this. What's your stance on ghosts? I believe in them. You do? Mm-hmm. Do you have any ghost experiences? I don't personally, but two people that I that I trust do. Uh-huh. And that's the only reason I believe in ghosts. Because I say that because I trust my brother. I trust my older brother with my life. You know, he's probably one of my best friends. Does he believe in ghosts? No, but he believes in the Sasquatch. Yeah, that's... But he, hold on, he believes in Sasquatch, but not a ghost. I don't know if he believes in ghosts. Okay, so here are my two ghost stories. You ready? Okay. One of them's back home. Um, my friend owned. My friend's parents were farmers, mm-hmm. and they had a bunch of cattle. And actually, they they cattled uh, wagyu beef, and they Ooh. shipped it off to Japan. It was yeah. quite quite good good beef. But anyway, uh, in one of the windows, there was a there was a lady's name in there, and then underneath it was in, it was like you know you can engrave glass. Yeah, it was etch. like etch glass. Yeah, it was that. It was her name and then, like, the year. And the year was long time ago. I mean, we're talking, like... 1974? No, 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 no. Well before. There was, I think it was, like, late 1800s. Okay. So it was a long time ago. And I always thought that was a bit spooky. Anyway, uh, his his old man was named Scott. And and I remember at the dinner table one time, Scott was telling us this story. And they had this veranda that kind of circled. Beautiful Victor- old Victorian home out in the hills of, of, of Australia. And they had a veranda that kind of went around the entire... And he said one day it was 
2, 3 a.m. He heard footsteps on the veranda, so he got up and, and walked outside. Mm-hmm. And it was a ghost. It was that lady that had her name in the glass. And he said they spoke for an hour, and she was very pleasant, very very lovely. Oh, he had a conversation with the yeah, ghost. Yeah, he spoke to her on the veranda. Were you guys drinking at this dinner? Um, well, we all, in Australia, we always drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we, we don't ever not, but I, I think we were just like one glass in. So it um. wasn't late in the night, you know. It was early in the night, and he was kind of telling us as sober as sober as Australians can be. Because, um, see, I, I, mean, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, we were sharing stories, and, like, she died on the property, which is why she's still here, and she kind of, at nighttime, just wants to, like, make sure everything's okay every now and again. I mean, it was like, what? And then the other time, it was in... But let's, before we get to the other time, I mean, I've seen a lot of ghost movies and heard a lot of ghost stories. I worked for a radio station where this guy believed in ghosts 100%. But I've never really had anybody say they've had an hour-long conversation with a ghost. Okay, well, hold the on. The only time I've ever seen that was in the movie The Sixth Sense. And if you haven't seen that movie, Bruce Willis is a ghost. So then the other, the other ghost story that was here in Salt Lake City. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So I used to live um, in kind of like the Harvard-Yale area, which is uh, right by the university. Sounds like you're bragging. Well, we I, we rented a house. We okay. didn't own no, we, we were college kids, but that's kind of where we were living. And, and granted, we were the only college kids in the area. We got very lucky with the home. But our, our next-door neighbors were really cool. Um, they were kind of art, artists. Anyway, long story short, he, had a, he owned his own business. Uh-huh. And he had, um, he had a building that held his offices and it was down uh in between kind of campus and downtown sure uh and it was in this old victorian home again um seems to be a theme but anyway he said there was a ghost that lived in in the building mm-hmm. and uh, in fact the, she would she would she would stay at the very bottom of the stairwell uh-huh she couldn't do stairs no no she could and uh in fact like there were days where he'd walk into his office and she'd be sitting in his office chair, oh. and, the, and the chair would move. Ooh. And then she'd leave the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there'd be also times where, like, he yeah. would hear her walking up and down the stairwell, and there'd also be times uh, where, like, she'd ever... come in and open the door, and the door would just randomly open. And Did... she's like, yeah. And everybody knew about it, except, like, you know, he was t- the reason I know this is because he was telling me that the, 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 post, the postman uh-huh. changed, yeah. and he was trying to explain to the postman... That there's a ghost in the building. She's very friendly. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like being that postman? Yeah, you'd be like, uh, and then and then and then the postman was in the building, and then what, he went to work one day. And this is kind of like where the story gets funny. Is he sees the postman running out of the building, and he goes, "What's wrong?" He goes, "You weren't kidding about the ghost, really." And and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't lying." And so yeah, there's a ghost in. That's. You're I'm surprised. just telling you, man. I, I like. Don't shoot the messenger. I haven't experienced it myself, but these are stories that I've heard, and these are from people I trust. Yeah. So what am I meant to do? I don't know. I I, I just don't know where I stand on the whole ghost situation. That's fine. Yeah. Like, and and I'm not like I'm all, obviously more than. If you don't believe in ghosts, then then you don't have to believe in ghosts. I wouldn't believe in ghosts if I hadn't had. Those stories told to me by the reputable piece people. Uh, yeah, and they're reputable, credible to me. So no, I get it. So I'm just going to trust them and say, yeah, I, I believe in ghosts for that very reason. Personally, I haven't had an experience. There's a lot of ghost towns in uh, Utah. Uh, you, you, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. And there's there's people that will do right now during the month of October that will take you on ghost tours. 
And I don't know if how they're doing it right now during the COVID days, but usually get on a bus and they take you around to all the haunted places around here and they tell you the stories and there's Ephraim's grave or there's all kinds of stuff. I'm not one to go chasing the ghosts. Like the ghosts need to come to me. And then and then uh, that's not, you know, like I'll believe in, I'll believe in them the whole time. Uh-huh. But like I'm not going to go chasing the ghosts. What's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Um, What's what movie like frightened you? There was it was a couple years ago. What was it called? It was the second one of it. Saw two. No, it's Insidious. Uh, the Exorcism one. Ooh, come on! You know it was very popular. Anyway, I we, we don't need to spend minutes trying to figure out what the name of the movie was. It was a couple years ago. But you didn't see a movie that when you were a kid no, that scared I never, you? No, but I never I never I never put myself in a position to watch scary movies. Oh, see I remember being a kid and my mom saying, Don't watch scary movies and the first thing I wanted to do, watch scary movies. Yeah, I understand kids rebel. Yeah. I I would rebel a lot, but not in that mum would say, Hey, don't watch scary movies. I'd say thanks, Mom. So Yancey, when I when he's my older brother, mm. um, when we were kids, uh, he was down at the Wallace's house, and they lived two houses down, and they were watching Nightmare on Elm Street, the original one with Freddy Krueger. I almost said F, but Freddy Krueger, and that guy is freaky. And I said, Yancey, come on, man, let me watch this with you. And he goes, Mom's going to be mad. I go, it's okay. Let me watch it with you. Yancey was easy to talk into things. And so he said, Okay. So I went down there and I watched it. And this was just two houses away. And then afterwards, he goes, hey, you got to go home. And I go, are you going to walk me home? He goes, no. <laughs> so I remember just hauling. Probably the fastest this this fat guy's ever ran, man. I was just hauling. You're hustling. Elbows and butts is all you saw. Just wah, 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 get up there. And that stayed with me forever. <clears throat> and then I remember watching Halloween, the original Halloween mm. movie, too. And this was just me and my brothers. My mom wasn't even there. It was me, Yancey, and Ryan. And that's the order it goes. Yancey, me, and Ryan. Ryan's the youngest. And we watched it, and we were so scared. And uh, if I can get him on the phone, this is so funny. But that night, we were so scared that we all slept in a single bed. And uh, (laughs) it was because we were just so frightened. Let me see if I can get him on the phone. Going back to the ghost story, yeah. Have you had an experience or heard of any ghost stories like the ones I shared? Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard lots of ghost stories. I've never experienced one myself. Um, Josh, have you experienced ghost stories? Do you believe in no. ghosts? Yeah. He's like, yeah, but now. he's like, yeah, but I so don't you really believe know. in ghosts because of what Tom said? I'd say yeah. He says you've reached Ryan Kelly Scott, and that's his middle name, but no one's ever called him Ryan Kelly Scott. It's business. Yeah. Well, now, but even in the business world, do you ever use your middle name? No, I've got two. Ooh, this is fun. What's your middle names? David Neville. Like the artist? Two middle names. Oh, no, it's Aaron Neville. Mm. So, yeah, Thomas David Neville Hackett is my name. Why David and why Neville? So David's my dad's name. Okay. Yeah. Does and everybody in your family have two middle names? Nope, I'm the only one. Okay. And Neville is my grandpa's name that I never, I never met. So oh. my mum's father passed away. Is that Bubbles? Because uh, didn't yes, you? Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. Bubbles. Yeah. Neville was, but was uh, the original his, Bubbles. The original OG Bubbles. Bubbles. Yeah. 
So he passed away when my mum was four, 14 or so, young. She was young. I mean, pretty sad. Um, he, he was back as they all were, smoker. Mm-hmm. And uh, he even went to the war and got mustard gassed or something. And then anyway, he had cancer and he passed away eventually. So I never met him because my mum was only 14 when he passed. Yeah. But his name was Neville. Uh, and uh, I, I hated the name growing up. I like it. But now as I'm, I'm older, I'm like, yeah, I kind of embrace Neville. It's yeah. kind of a cool name, you know, Neville Longbottom. So anyway, uh, I'm the only one with two middle names because mum and dad didn't think they were going to breed like rabbits and have five children. Uh-huh. And they were worried that they were only going to have one, two, or maybe three. They were going to run out of names? And yeah, they were like, we got to cram we got to cram these names in. Yeah. So uh, we gave Bubbles to two middle names as well. But anyway, it's irrelevant. We can. My name is Casey Brandon Scott. And my name is Thomas David Neville Hackett. Wow, your sounds regal. Thanks. And this is the Dadtastic Podcast case. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic. I'm Casey Scott. I'm Tom Hackett. So you want me to say it out loud? Yeah. I don't believe in ghosts. Okay. I just thought it was a bit muffled during that segment. No, I, I, I just, I've never had it. I've had like weird stuff happen that I think most people attribute to ghosts or the unknown. And I think people need an answer, so it's easy just to pin it on a ghost. But I, I don't think I believe in ghosts. Yeah. No, I, I get that. But then our son goes, do you believe in aliens? 100%. <laughs> I believe in aliens, too. I, I, I got to imagine in the whole scheme of scope of the world and the, and, and universe. the, the universe that we're not the only cats here. No. And, and I, not even in our universe. Like, you know, we don't even know how many universes there are out there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't want to get too heady, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on out there. Yeah. And, you know, and during this COVID uh 19, this crazy stuff that's going on right now, the year 2020, like it got buried in the news because it wasn't even that good. Like the Pentagon came out and said they've got an alien ship out at Area 52 or 51, whatever they call it. So, yeah. That's just not far. That's not far from where we record this, by the way. Just a hot desert. Just where is it? A crow flies. Is that something you would say? <laughs> I don't know. A stone's you, throw? You just made that up? No, it's a, it's a saying. Oh. You just got these weird sayings from Australia that I've never even heard before. Yeah. I mean, you just say them like a matter of fact, and me and Josh look at each other like, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, making you think a little harder. And that's what this podcast is all about. That's all it's about. So I woke up this morning at the lovely Leslie's house. Oh, yeah, you had this conversation you were going to share with us. And it's going to come back to Van Halen in just a second. But uh, she's got a routine, and I bought her... And me and her kids for I think it was Mother's Day, a coffee maker. It wasn't a not an espresso, not an espresso. Is it the pods? Well, it's the pods and uh, pitcher. Is that the milk? No. So you can do a pod and you can do a whole. What do they call them? Oh, I don't know. A lot of coffee. It sounds like. yeah, a lot of coffee. Like a French press? No, whatever. It is. Like when they come over and they fill your coffee. I don't like drink. a drip coffee. Nah, never mind. It's so drip it's, coffee. I got it at the Costco. It's a pretty good deal. You can put pods in it or you can put the grounds in it and you can make coffee. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. So she gets up in the morning and has to sit down and stare out the window and look on the iPad and pet the dog and stuff while I, I sleep because she, she has a routine. And people, you got to have a routine. Routines are important. So she finally comes in. I'm laying in bed, and I go, "Good morning." She goes, "You got to figure out what your kids want for Christmas." I was like, "What?" First thing, <laughs> yeah. I was like, just "Wow!" Right off the bat. I was like, oh. right, "Right out of the gate, huh?" Like, like, you got to figure out what the kids want for Christmas. And I go, um, "It's not even Halloween or Thanksgiving. Why do I care about Christmas?" And she goes, "Because you're going to put us in the same situation you did last year." And I go, "What was that?" And she goes, "When you go to the store and everything's sold out and it's expensive and you can't get it, and then we got to spend all over." And I go, "Okay, I, I get it." Can I get at least get a good morning first? And she goes, good morning. 
And I said, okay. And so, I, but I think that's what's weird about, I'm not a planner. Are you a planner? Uh, I'm more of a planner than you, but I'm not a planner. Is, is Kate a planner? Nope. And so that's an issue, by the way. You need somebody in the household to plan them, and there's two no planners. Uh, I mean, like certainly pros, but a lot of cons. So we are never on time. So yeah, you're late to this all the time. Oh, oh, I can't be on time because it's impossible. No, it's not impossible. Basically, when you're late for something, you're saying your time's more valuable than the person you're meeting. When I played football, if you weren't five minutes early, you, you were, were late. late. Yeah. Well, you know, in the fraternity up at uh, Utah State, Sigma Chi, home of the happy boys, uh, they tell us if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And so I'm not a very good planner. Like, that's probably one of the biggest arguments consistently that I have with mm. the lovely Leslie. We, we talk about, you know, that. And so we were getting ready to go to the gym this morning because I wasn't sure we were doing the podcast. And then I got the text that we're doing the podcast. So we didn't go to the gym. But the whole time we're driving to the gym. You and Leslie? Yeah. So you, you're working out with Leslie now? Well, she was going to work out with me today. Oh, okay. Because it, it, it's a holiday when we record this. It's a holiday. So right, she didn't have right. to work. Um, but she's doing some online shopping. And I go, and there was something off in her demeanor. You know what I mean? Like, I could just tell that there was something either going on between the ears or something. So I go, hey, you know, a lot of couples talk when they're in the car. Do you want to talk? Is there something we should talk about? And she goes, no, I'm just trying to figure things out. Now, when she says, I'm trying to figure things out, that's when I go, I go through the checklist. What did I do this weekend? Did I screw up? What's going? You know what I mean? So I'm running through that. And I go, no, I think I did pretty good. You know, so it wasn't me. And I go, so what's going on? have a little FOMO. You know what FOMO is? Fear of missing out. Yeah. I go, FOMO? What do you have FOMO for? And she goes, well, today's a big sell day. (laughs) There's a a lot of sales going on. She was telling me right now, Urban Outfitters is having 50% off. And so I guess, is that good, Josh? Oh, that's good. So she's doing some shopping there. And and, uh, I hope my daughter doesn't listen to this. She goes, I got your daughter's two shirts. And I go, whoa, cool. And she goes, yeah, I got Presley a Van Halen shirt. <laughs> so that comes back to full circle yes. of Van Halen. But so, and then I go, okay, so Urban Outfitters is having a sale. What else, you know, is going on today? All candles are half off at Bath and Body. <laughs> and that just piqued Josh's ears. You know what I mean? But I, like, she's got this, have you ever seen the movie A Beautiful Mind? I have not. Um, it's, 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 it's a good show. Russell Crowe's in it. Fellow Australian. Yep. And, um. He's got this mind where he just sees things and he puts them up on the wall and it all makes sense to him. But if you look at it, it just looks like jumbly, garbly goo. But Leslie, That's how Leslie works. When it comes to sales and shopping, she's three steps ahead of everybody. She goes, okay, here, if I pull out this coupon from my pocket, we double dip this one. And, and it's amazing. She gets it. Yeah. So she finally goes, puts her credit card information, and she goes, two shirts, three shirts, four pairs of pants, and this. 300 bucks. I was like, is that good? And she goes, did you hear what I said? And I said, yeah, is that good? So she's, yeah, she loves it. So she's already, I mean, we haven't had Halloween or Thanksgiving. She's already thinking of Christmas. Yeah, no, we are not thinking about Christmas. Uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't even, we're still 12 days. And she's like, do you have Bowden's Halloween costume? And I go, no, I don't have that yet. I don't have that at all. But I guess I'm going to go get that today. She's freaking out. Yeah. Because you know, what you don't want to do is wait to the last and then all the good costumes are picked out. You know what I mean? And so. Why don't you just make your own costume? Like, why do you. Hello? Hi, you're on the podcast. Please don't swear. How are you? I'm 
Uh, do you still have FOMO? Well, I just recounted the story of us in the car when we were having a heart-to-heart, and you were talking about all the great deals at Urban Outfitter and then how you can get uh, candles half off at Bath & Body Works. Where else is having a good sale today? Everywhere. R.C. Willie's. Oh, Everywhere. yeah. Well, are you going to go shopping today? Nope. Okay. Well, I just wanted to give you a heads up. Valentine's is right around the corner, so if you want to get me something, I'd appreciate it. Okay, likewise. Okay. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Yes, yeah, she, she, she's normal. not in a playful mood. No, she's, you gotta be. You gotta tread lightly. Yeah, yeah. These are the sort of days that uh, don't bode well with me because I poked the bear nonstop. I poked the bear. Yeah, and as soon as I, I was like, well, I just got to figure it out. You know so what I mean? We get ourselves in trouble these days. Yeah, when Kate wakes up and she's in a similar mood, uh huh, it doesn't uh, resonate very well with me. Uh huh. And I did always, you say resonate or resonate? I think I said resignate, but I probably meant to say resonate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Silent G, don't pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, you have to be careful. So I, I guess we could help each other out. So normally, what have you found that works for you? Well, I, I'm yet to do that. Oh, you still poke the bear? Always. Nonstop. Doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I too find myself in a similar situation where I, I, I poke the bear. Have you learned of any ways to... I still think I can talk her into a good mood or talk my way out of being in trouble. And sometimes it's best if I just, well, I think she ends up walking away and going, I just need some time. Yeah. Do you follow her? I used to. Mm. But. uh, Yeah. So you're 20 years my senior and you haven't figured it out yet, which is not great news for me. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of rely on you. Ooh. That could be your first mistake. That could be a problem. Yeah. Um, but so, okay, so she's looking at Christmas time. That's 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 crazy to me. Yeah. Because I'm not, yeah, I'm not even at, so Halloween, I got a text, speaking of which, from my aunt. Um, they were listening to the pod. Mm-hmm. She's one of the eight people back home listening. Love her. What's By her the name? By uh, her name's Belinda. Hey, Belinda. Yeah. How you doing? You don't. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, <clears throat> but... So uh, they celebrate Halloween, I guess, in Australia now. Is where I was going with all this. <laughs> How do you not know this? What are you talking about? So all of a sudden they just decide, hey, yeah, Halloween's in. I, 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 I guess. I haven't been home. Well, I haven't, I haven't lived in Australia for eight years, and I haven't been home in four. So you're saying and, eight years ago Halloween didn't exist in Australia. Yeah, and, and then, now it does. But it's probably like, it probably, like Melbourne is a city of, like I think it's like seven million people. Uh-huh. That's a lot. The entire state of Utah is three and a half. I get it. Okay, so the city that I'm that I live in that I'm from is big. Double the city. Yeah. Double the entire state of Utah, and so it's probably like suburbs. You mm-hmm. know, suburb depending on the suburb you live in depends on whether or not you celebrate Halloween or the kids celebrate Halloween. But my point is, um, yeah, they, they, they she texted. And she's a big fan of the bifocal. What are they called? Bifocals. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I saw you were wearing them the other day. Yeah. You were down at uh, Minky Couture. Oh yeah. Just hustling. That's right up your alley, by the way. Oh yeah. That, that's my audience. Yeah, women. Yeah. All <laughs> yes. the women. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you were just you had your goggles on. Yeah. Yeah. And my mask. They've got. I didn't this, see the mask. So to be honest, I work for Minky Couture's other company, which is <clears throat> Mountain View Title. 
And so they asked me to come and DJ. But Sandy at Minky Couture is an amazing lady. And so she gave me this blanket. It's called a hug. Now, if you, that's what you should get. The Lord and Savior Kate. She doesn't. She look no 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 disrespect to like uh, Minky Couture. Yeah, but she's not. Um, Do you have you ever had one? She she doesn't like to follow trends. What of being hugged by a the warmest best blanket in the world? Like, is it a good looking blanket? Yeah. No no like. Yeah, she's a graphic designer. I'm gonna get her one. Like, okay, but like, just don't. If I give it back to you. Don't you be won't. offended. You won't. No, and I'm not saying that I'm going to give it back to you even if she does like it. If she likes it, I'll she'll keep. She can have it. Mm-hmm. But she she's 95% not going to like it and I'm going to give it back to you and I'm going to give it back to you because somebody else would love it. Well, I guarantee not because and I would hate to be that person to hold on to a blanket. What's her favorite color? You don't even know your wife's favorite color. She's a graphic designer. But you don't know she her loves favorite all of her colors. Call her on the phone right now. Ask her what her favorite. Have you ever asked that question? Cool, KB. Her name's KB in my phone. You've never asked her her favorite color. Hi. Hi, love. Um, you're on the podcast. You'll be, you'll be really happy about this. I texted Jane. Because- love, you're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, no, but I am really excited to hear about what Jane had to say. Uh, Jane's another graphic designer friend. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's your favorite color? Blue. Blue. <laughs> oh my God. So I, I, I didn't know what your favorite color was. I just assumed you had a number of them. Well, I do, but like my go-to response is always in blue. Oh. What I said as a child was blue. Right. My eyes are blue. Oh, okay. See, there I, you go. See, she's like, she, she doesn't have, like, a... You know what I mean? It sounds like she's got a favorite color. It's blue. <laughs> well, that was, like, like my, you know... I mean, does anybody have really one favorite color? Like, how boring. Yeah, but I mean, but, but like, you have a go-to color, Kate. You know what I mean? And it's blue. go-to answer... Go-to answer. Yes, yeah. yeah. blue. Kate, on a side note, if I give you a Minky Couture blanket <laughs> and it's the best blanket you ever had, would you keep it? No. Why? I told you. I told you she wouldn't. Why? I don't need to talk about why, but no. Yeah, she. You. You. Um. You. Hmm. You. <laughs> you don't love Minky Couture. Oh dear, Minky Couture. But you don't hate them, do you? No, I don't hate them. Yeah. I just don't think that that's my aesthetic. And yeah. I would want it in my she. House. I'm just telling you, she's a well, unique breed. Different gonna, strokes for different folks. I get that. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm not going to try. That's fine. You can still. I do hear that they're very soft. I'd oh. like to know more about but, like, um, manufacturing. Oh, uh, there you what go. What kind of material? Yeah. Hey. Is, um, it, is it children and? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, love you <laughs> uh, I'll call you later. Bye. Bye. Huh. You get the gist. Yeah. yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. You get it. Like, she's big on, um, lately she's been big on limiting the amount of plastic in the house. Ooh. Which, like, most people, I think, don't really think about. But, like, one of, her, she has a cousin that has no plastic in the house at all. Not a single bit of plastic is in her home. Mm-hmm. So she, and she, like, makes her own shampoo, makes her own body wash from scratch. Like, she... So she knows exactly what's going into everything she's using on her body, what she's eating. Which seems like a full-time job. I mean, yeah, it's hard. But I think once you get, once you get it down, you, know, like you, 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 you create your own bar of soap and it'll last you a month. You know who else created their own bar of soap? 
Minky? Nope, the the group in Fight Club, and look what they did. Yeah. So. I'm just saying. No, 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 I, I, I get it. But Kate's similar. Like, she's like. <clears throat> Carbon footprint. She wants to lessen it. So, like, Walmart. Mm-hmm. She doesn't go to Walmart. Mm. Do, of the, do you? Uh, I used to for dog food. Uh-huh. Uh, but now I go to the Costco. But long story short, like, yeah, there's reasons she doesn't go to Walmart. She's more of a Target target hmm. type of person. But so, like, she needs to know where where this is being manufactured, who's manufacturing it. Mm-hmm. Are they, you know, is it child slave labor, labor essentially, in, you know, in China? Yeah. And uh, she'll boycott you if she finds out that you go about it the wrong way. Do you think she could boycott the people who make your beanies? She could probably try. I don't even know where I get <laughs> half my beanies from. <laughs> like, I don't know where this came from. I have no idea. A lost and found box somewhere? Uh, yeah, probably a vintage store. Are you a vintage store? Um, no, I, you're not. I can no, answer no, that I, no, listen. That was a stupid question. No, it's not, because my ex-wife loves a vintage store. Leslie's kids love a vintage store. I'm a big fan of a garage sale. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just not a shopper. So, I mean, I I don't like shopping. I hate it with a passion. I don't want to shop for anything. Like online or anything? I've never bought any clothes online. See, that's hard for me to wrap my head around. Never. I've like, ne- I, I, I can understand why you wouldn't want to leave the house to go walk around the shops for hours. Yeah, I hate it. Turn I, into I, a four-year-old kid, dragging my feet. Hate I, it. I get that. I get, but, like, online shopping seems pretty easy. No, because I watch what uh, the lovely Leslie does when she does online shopping. She orders three of everything, and then you got to send back two, the ones that you don't like. And that just seems like a lot of work. I don't yeah, want to no, do that. I, but yeah, but you, you don't have to go about it that way. You just buy one. Yeah, but if it doesn't fit, I want to try it on. I want to walk out of the dressing room. I want to turn around. I want to see my butt in the mirror. And then I buy it. I shop twice a year. Uh, Black Friday? No. Summer and... Uh, Winter. Hey, when is Black Friday? It's probably going to be the day after uh, Thanksgiving, where it usually is. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, November? <laughs> <laughs> when is it? When's Thanksgiving? <laughs> hey, listen, man. No, I'm not disrespecting anybody by asking when Thanksgiving is. We don't We don't have anything to be thankful for. You're going to get a text later on this week, and all of a sudden they're going to go, hey, we got Thanksgiving in Australia now. No, they won't. There's 7 million people. It's probably in the suburbs, but we're doing Thanksgiving now. No, they're not. There's nothing to be <laughs> thankful for back there. They're not thankful for anything. They're a bunch of ungrateful people that live down there, and they're not thankful for anything. Seriously, when is Thanksgiving? November it's, what? It's the the third, the last Thursday in November. Friday, November 27th. 27th. So, so the date moves every year. Yeah. Stupid. Hey, listen. Not trying to offend anybody, but if you're going to be thankful for something, at least make it consistent. It is. It's what? How is that consistent when the date ma- changes every year? It's the last Thursday in November. Always. It's always been that way. You know what you've done on this podcast today? And then we're going to wrap this up. Hmm. You seem like you're bitter. You seem like you're a little angry today. Uh, Not angry. I mean, is it the times? Is it the 2020? Maybe they're getting to me slightly. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I think I'm good. You Are know? you sure? Because well, yeah, right now, we, Walmart's not going to be a sponsor. No, 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 no. We don't want Walmart. Trust me. Well, none of the coffee stores are going to want to because you told them what a bad idea that was. 
Miki's not going to want to be here. You just said all hey, of Australia. I never yeah, said yeah, I'm, I'm. I know, but you said all of Australia is ungrateful. So we've probably lost those eight listeners. Well, that's my joke. It's like because, because <laughs> Americans say, "Does do you celebrate Thanksgiving?" Yeah, and then the joke is, and I've said this for years, and it's not all that funny, but people laugh. It's you know we're not thankful for anything back home, which is wrong because we should be. We live in a beautiful country. Yeah, but we don't. We we just don't have Thanksgiving. So do you have a holiday like Thanksgiving? Christmas. We eat turkey on Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you don't have like a day to celebrate, you know, the things that you're thankful for? No. Maybe we could start that. Well, yeah, we could try. We we have more. We have a lot of public holidays back home. Uh, but, yeah, we don't have one that we, we, we celebrate being thankful for. But I guess uh, my, my, I do have an issue with Thanksgiving, and it's only a very small issue. Oh, here it goes. It's just very small. It's It's very minute. Yeah, yeah. But my problem is, uh, like, uh, it's so close to Christmas time mm-hmm. that you stuff your face with turkey, and then nobody eats turkey on Christmas time. Why not? You can. I think I think you're, you're over turkey by the time Christmas time comes around. Because so you, one turkey and you're done. Well, no, but it's more than one turkey. You, I mean, you stuff your face on Thanksgiving, and then for week for the week after Thanksgiving, you're probably eating, you know, sandwiches, Thanksgiving sure. stuff, sta- sandwiches. Yeah, I got you. I mean, that's a lot of turkey within that span, and then what? Two months later, you, you you're meant to eat it again. I mean, you kind of over. The turkey at that point, I think, and if you go back, if you go back, there's nothing to prove to say that the very first Thanksgiving there was turkey served. Okay. There was nothing. Okay. Nobody can prove that they ate turkey the first Thanksgiving. Sure. So who was the one that decided we all eat turkey on Thanksgiving? I don't like it. And when I when I cook Thanksgiving, when, when Bubbles is older, I don't think we're going to have turkeys. All right, I think that's your right. Well, are you going to have a ham? Love ham. So why don't you have a turkey on Thanksgiving and a ham on Christmas? Or a goose. Uh, Kate won't allow the goose to be eaten. Um, yeah, not a bad idea. Why, 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 why a goose and not a a turkey? I mean, is a goose is a hierarchy on the birds. I mean, yeah, there's a certain hierarchy. I just know she wouldn't like it. But um, yeah, I, once again, I want to see your guys's rule book. There isn't. We don't have one. It doesn't. It sounds like you do. Well, no. I guess everybody technically has a rule book, right? Yeah. But uh, ours is yeah very. Hit and miss, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like depending on the day. How do we feel today? Good? Great? Great. I love Look at it. Me eat turkey. Wow. I hope you can digest all that you've learned today on Dadtastic because it's been a lot. Has it? I think so. Yeah. I'd, okay. Like, I think you either need a hug, a tickle fight, or a day out on the course. Like a, the, the minky, uh, the day out on the course. Yeah. yeah. Been, it has been a couple weeks since I've golfed. Yeah. And I'm... In desperate need. Okay. Can yeah. I can I help you with that? Don't bring that minky to a hug blanket around me. I'm going to. Don't do it, Case. I'm going to. I'm going to give it back. And then you're going to be offended. I was talking about a hug with my arms. Oh, no. Don't come near me. It's COVID. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Dadtastic. Don't forget it's a KSL podcast. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.